Good morning, and welcome to morning prayers in Appleton Chapel. Today's service will begin with a responsive reading, Psalm number 85, found in the Black Appleton Psalter book on page 43. Please stand as you are able as we read responsively by whole verse. You have been gracious to your land, O God. You have restored the good fortune of Jacob. I will listen to what you are saying, for you are speaking peace to your faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to you. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. You, O oh God, will indeed grant prosperity, and our land will yield its increase.
I'm honored to stand before you today, knowing that I was supposed to speak last week, but a tragedy occurred and Professor Walton decided to step in to respond to this tragedy. But now I have the opportunity to share what was on my heart. Luke 22 and 42 reads, Jesus saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. This is perhaps one of the most encouraging yet unsettling scriptures I've ever encountered because I often see myself repeatedly bargaining with God every day about self-love, patience with others, and the inevitable sacrifice that comes with being Christian even when others don't appreciate and understand it. One of the dangerous difficulties of embarking on the challenge of Christendom is that if you're actually convinced by the gospel that you preach, you will always be misunderstood, an outlier, an outcast. Jesus himself was often misunderstood because he was called to something greater than their defiant, deficient minds could understand or handle. As a Christian, sometimes you will have to walk alone. It was Robert Frost who once said, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, yes, I took one, the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Thank you, Dr. Sean, for letting us know that the irascible truth of the gospel is that it's much more difficult to be Christian than not because when you bear the mark or the insignia of Christianity, you inevitably amalgamate and take on a responsibility that most people actually die trying to manage. One cannot deny the fact that it is burdensome to carry something that nobody but you and God actually understand. However, I choose to see my own faith as a gift and not a curse. Reason being, that I've simply discovered the ways in which my faith has become most useful. One of the ways is evident in my life's testimony. I look back at my life and every day, regardless of my stress level, I pinch myself. I have to pinch myself every single day. I have to pinch myself because even though I'm stressed, I'm still living my best life. Even now, I'm able to see how my queerness and my blackness were supposed to work against me in society, but they have actually worked better for me navigating through this cosmological field called Harvard University. Thank you, Harvard. Harvard has taught me that the treasure you seek in life is not from an external source, but actually on the inside of you. It comes from within, veritas. For this reason, Howard Thurman once asked, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And to those times when I want to forget about the peace God gives us to endure the troubles that we face every day, I'm reminded by this childhood poem still hanging on my grandfather's office wall. It reads, one night I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with my Lord. 
Across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one belonging to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before my eyes, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along my path, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. I said, Lord, you said once I decided to follow you that you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints in the sand. I don't understand why. Why, when I needed you the most, you would actually leave me? He whispered and said, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. And for the record, those times when you only saw one set of footprints in the sand, those were the times that I actually carried you. For this, I have no reason to fear anything. God is and has been the thing that has carried me through everything. I have no question or concern now. I'm just grateful God chooses to be that kind of God. Will you please join me in praying the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able to sing the hymn, We Sing for All the Unsung Saints, hymn number 85 in your Crimson Harvard Hymnal.
So just a quick note, we will be taking a break from Mem Cafe this week, but we will be back next week when we can gather for some coffee and conversation. And when we go into this day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord grant you peace. And the people said, Amen. Amen.